Welcome to the 480 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... Fuck, it's humid. Oh my god. <laughs> it is. Like, There's like 89% humidity right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> normally when I drive over here, like at night... I tell myself, like, there's no need to drive with the air conditioning on in my car at night because the air is cool enough that, you know, you want you drive with the windows down, it keeps you cool. I had the windows up and the AC on driving over here. Yeah. Because it's just that fucking humid. Like, even, it's 75 degrees and it feels like it's, you know, a thousand. Yeah, it's thick. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. The worst. <laughs> like I even hate like. So like, you know, I'm in the living room watching TV, and I got the air conditioner on in the living room, but I don't have any other air conditioner on in the rest of the house. Yeah. Now, to that effect, the the kitchen stays kind of cool because that cold air kind of makes its way over. So like the, the bottom floor is cooler. Yeah. But like. I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm going upstairs, and like you get, it's like you hit a wall. Like as you're going up the steps, all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I've just crossed into Central America." <laughs> you know, the humidity's so damn thick. Yeah. I'm like holy hell. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's 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 brutal. Like I'm not running any other air conditioning. Like I'm like, I want to spend enough time upstairs. Like I said, well, I need to run an AC up here. Yeah. But uh I'm thinking to myself, man, I should run one. This is unacceptable. Oh. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about mowing the lawn today. I'm like, they ain't doing that. No, sir. We're normally it'd be all right. Yeah. <clears throat> With 75 degrees, but yeah. Oh yeah. But it is humid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I was just like, oh, this is brutal. I ain't doing jack shit outside today. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. I mean, it's not getting any better either. It's just going to get hotter. Fuck. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so how are you, sir? I'm good. Yeah. 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 Hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nothing. Hey, exciting news. After the show, you have to give me your email address. We have a 10-man league. Oh, nice. Yeah, we got, um, apparently, uh, Otter, Thad, Otter's wife, the Beaver. Nice. Uh, Stork, you and myself, and from the History of Bad Ideas podcast... Jason, Jeff, Jim, and I can't remember who this I I forget. Let me look it up real quick. It was Jason, Jeff, Jim, and Brian. Cool. Yeah. So they are from the Hobie. The Hobie. So it's kind of it kind of has a little bit of a feel of you know PNP versus Hobie, <laughs> which I like. So. So that's exciting news. A 10-man league. Nice. Yeah. Um, so we got, we'll got we have that. We'll, we'll, of course, throughout the football season, give you updates on those shenanigans. Um, I watched Prey. Yeah. That's the, the Predator prequel. Uh-huh. This is must-watch. <laughs> really? Really. That good? It is that good. It really, like, I had high expectations for it to begin with. I mean, the guy who directed this was the guy who directed 10 Cloverfield Lane, mm. which was amazing. Um, I like the concept. The Predator isn't, like, he's a dialed-back Predator yeah. in a way. His, his weaponry isn't, like, he's not shooting lasers and stuff. He's, but at the same time, he, he's advanced enough that, yeah, you know, and uh, he looks a little different. They call him the feral predator. Like when I was looking up some of the information about it, 
Um, there was a, a nice connection to uh, Lethal Weapon, or not Lethal Weapon, uh, <laughs> Predator 2. Okay. Um, that's made in this movie, mm. which is kind of interesting. But also the fact that, I mean, you know, since it's the... Like the, I, I assume that this 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 tribe, this Native American tribe, is also the same tribe that uh, Danny is from in the original Predator movie because he seemed to have information. He liked stories from if you remember, like from the, the yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he talked about stories from his tribe. Yeah. So I think this is the same tribe. Oh, I see. So there's a, that connection there. Yeah. So, but it's really well done. Like it honestly is like. <laughs> Like, I thought, like, I mean, well, how far can you go? They did a really good job with it. I was really, really impressed with it. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. And I think you will, too. Yeah. Like, I feel like when it comes to a Predator movie, like, you and I have the same expectations yeah. of what we want from a Predator movie, and this delivers that. Okay. Like, it's not the Predator. Yeah. It's not Predator 2. Yeah. But it's... It's it's as good as, you know, the Robert Rodriguez Predators. Okay. And it's it's almost as good as the first one. Yeah. You know, so like I, I was really really happy with it. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I did watch the English version. I did not wa- watch the Comanche dubbed version, um, just because. It's kind of neat that it's even there. It's kind of neat that it's even there, but like I just I felt like I. I, not that the communication was necessary for me to understand, but there was enough of a story there that I felt like watching it in English was important. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But otherwise, like I may I may watch it again, I may watch it in Comanche. Just as a curiosity. Right. You know. Um But otherwise, I mean, yeah, it's it's a fantastic movie that I, I cannot recommend enough to anybody, most especially you, because I know you like a good Predator movie, yeah. and this is definitely that. Okay. I think you'll you'll thoroughly enjoy it. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. I'll check it out. Probably tonight. Hmm. There you go. I also... you I, I, I watched the first episode of Sandman. Mm. Uh, you said you're up to episode six. Yeah. I like the first episode. Like, I, I just... I Today was just a... It was a bad day. I had no focus. Yeah. But, um, so that's why I kind of, you know, I, I took a nap, everything, you know. It, was, it wasn't the fault of the show. It was the fault of Sean. I just couldn't focus on it. But I did enjoy the first episode a lot. So what, what up, you're up to episode six. What are you, your thoughts been? I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I completely got hooked on it. I don't know if I was or not, because they kind of started it before me, and I played catch-up today. Yeah. Um, but the look... You know, I, I didn't really read the comics. No, neither did I. They were here. And, yeah. And most of the families read them. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could tell uh, Guyman was... Heavily, 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 heavily involved, like step by step with this thing. Yeah. Because there's even scenes in there where you see the comic, sort of. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, acting superb. Yeah. Um, his look is superb. Um, it's fantastic. Lisa's already cried a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's yeah it's it's really 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 good I have to say yeah so far I you know I'm sure it's just gonna get better right but uh, I think there's what eight episodes or ten eight. I don't know I, I didn't look I think there's eight yeah but uh, yeah we only have two more to go wow yeah it's a good show yeah I mean. You, it, the vibe is the same throughout the thing as right. what you saw in the first episode. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. Like, I, I, I want to sit down and watch it. I've, I've been looking forward to this. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things I'm like, you know, I'm very keen to see this property brought to life. Yeah. Um. 
I just, I, I felt awful. Like, I was just like, I, I fell asleep watching the second episode, but it wasn't like the fault of the episode. It was like, I was exhausted for some reason. Right. And, uh, so it was just one of those things where for me, I, I want to give it the proper attention that it deserves. Right. You know, and, and, uh, so I'm hoping tomorrow I can do that. I'm hoping I can give it that proper attention tomorrow. Otherwise, I mean, you know, I always watch it during the week. Yeah. You know. Um, that was it for me. I, I, I watched Prey. I watched that. That was about it. Um, yeah, I'm thinking too. I didn't. I really didn't watch anything. Yeah. Except Sandman. Yeah, I, I, there were things I wanted to start watching. I thought, no, I'm going to put this off because like, I got Sandman. And I got stuff starting next week. Like, August is a rough month Like where it's like, there's a bunch of things that are coming up. Oh, I started the Orville. You did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so far, I'm only yeah. like six or seven episodes in. Right. First season. Mm-hmm. But... I think it's fantastic. Makes me laugh. It's it, good science fiction. It, it's vi- like it's surprising how good it is being it's from Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I know he's a Star Trek fan. Like, I know he's a huge Star Trek fan. And, but still, like, I was like skeptical when it first came out because it's it's Seth MacFarlane. But it is really good. Yeah. Like surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, I like it a lot. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. It is. Yeah. So, I gotta continue watching that. Yeah. Because I'm, I got, I binged like seven episodes. Yeah. Of that. Um. But yeah, I like, I really liked it. So it, it, I'm glad, I'm glad. I'm watching it because now it gives me something to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a little something to ca- play catch Sam up on. Be done, over and done here. Yeah. That day. Yeah, and there's like two more seasons of Orville. Right. And, you know, it's. You know, with Sand, with Sandman, I think we're just starting to get into it yeah. a little bit. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, it's like, a very have, deep universe. Yes, and it hasn't even introduced. Yeah. yeah it's a very deep universe. Like, uh, I mean,. Like, that's I'm only going to say one thing, too, is uh, Constantine is revealed. Okay. Not Constantine. John Constantine. Not her. Not him, but her. Okay. You'll see. Okay. But there was, I guess, uh, Lee said there was problems with licensing. I'm sure. And they couldn't use her exact name, but they used the last... It's all Yeah. But... Yeah. I didn't even know this was a DC property. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. Like, I knew, I knew it was. Like it, what? I think it was Vertigo, which I don't even know if they still use that imprint or not. But that was like their adult, yeah, quote unquote, like you know, the more mature comic books. Yeah. So it was like, um, you know, Sandman fell under that, and I, I can't remember. There were a few others that fell under like that. That imprint that it was like a little bit more for a mature audience as compared to, you know, Batman, Superman, Flash, shit like that. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of <laughs> stuff that came out of Vertigo that people like hold in high esteem. Yeah. You know, um, I want I want to say why the last man was a Vertigo. But I can't remember. Hmm. But that that unfortunately that show was awful. <laughs> it was. I watched that and I was just like, I'm glad it got canceled because it, yeah. it was bad. Yeah, I don't think this is getting canceled. No, I hope not. Yeah, who knows? How, I mean, fucking Netflix and that fucking algorithm of theirs. It's but, got like ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but it's like one of those things where like, uh, you know. How does it trending on social media, I think, plays into some of yeah, what they yeah. do. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I hope it does well. Because um, it is, I mean, it is a, one, it's a beloved property. And two, it's a, like, 
like I said, it's a very, very deep property. Yeah. Like, there's a lot to that. Yeah. You know, and you're just probably scratching the surface with one season of what's, you know. Yeah, because we haven't even been introduced really to the other siblings. You know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah. You'll you'll see. Yeah. It's good. And I, and what's his name from? Um, I, I never remember his name, but he played Lupin in Harry Potter. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. The werewolf. Yeah. 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 Well, he's a major. Oh, okay. Yeah. But his acting is phenomenal. Yeah. I saw Jenna Coleman was in it, and you know, yeah. I do like her as an actress, despite like. I mean, we we. That one season of Capaldi Who, like, where it was like, she was the doctor, was just annoying. Yeah. Because I don't want that, you know. The, the, the companion is supposed to be our vessel, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah. You know. But other than that, like, I think she's a very good actress. Yeah. You know. Um, so, I've always liked seeing Doctor Who alum in other things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. I can't say anything. Else. Yeah, that's all I need. But um, yeah. So that that looks. I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, the stories are good. Yeah. Like the overall arc, and then there's the story. And yeah. Yeah, it's good. You wait. Yeah. Watch it. I'm trying to think. I think that's all I watched. Yeah, that's all. I, I mean, I, I know that's all I watched. What did I watch on Tuesday? I can't remember, so it must not be important. <laughs> must not be that fucking good. No, but I like the orb. Yeah. It's good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're watching it. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's fun. Like, there's been a couple times where I've laughed out loud. Yeah. Where I was like, it wasn't overbearing. Yeah. Like, sometimes you can, like, see where it's like, oh, that was shoehorned in because he's Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. But sometimes you, when the humor comes natural, it's, it's, it is funny. Like, the ex-wife humor is good. Yeah. I enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so far, you know, in this first season. So, yeah, everything about it I like. I think it's really good. I can't believe it's, I can't, actually, I can't believe it's that good. I, I, it, 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 it is weird odd. to say. Just because of, like, who's involved. Yeah, and, like, that episode with the, um, him sitting on the egg. Oh, okay, yeah. That was a really, like, it was throwing things out there left and right about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Oh, well, just, just wait till. Yeah. The egg hatches. No, I watched that. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Like, so the whole episode with like, yeah, them going to court and everything. Like yeah. That. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a phenom- That's phenomenal. <laughs> that was handled so fucking well. Yeah, it was a really good episode. It was. Yeah. It really was. I was shocked at how good that episode was and how well they handled. Yeah. That. What's the word I'm wanting? I want? I, I I hate to call it a scenario or a situation, but like that that issue issue issues is what I want to use issues yeah. is it it's a, it's it was done so well. I was mind fucked by it. like how well like it really does handle it very delicately and extraordinarily well from like almost like from both sides. Yeah, and there's like a win-loss percentage on what, what you look at it, how you look at it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's good episodes. Yeah. Yeah, all of it was. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, I, I, that sold me, and then I yeah. just continued watching. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So... so. One thing I hope you haven't been looking forward to is the Batgirl movie. I don't need 
I didn't even know there was one. Okay, well, there was one. Okay. It's been canceled. Okay. Yeah. It was going to be an HBO Max movie, mm-hmm. and it's been canceled. Mm-hmm. Causing uproar. Also, at the same time, they canceled Scoob 2. <laughs> I know you're crestfallen to hear the Scooby-Doo movie's been canceled, but you were so not on board with the first one, I figured you'd be happy to hear this. I wasn't on board because Lillard wasn't involved. Yeah. So, here's what's going on. So, people were outraged that, that Batgirl gets canceled. Like, pure outrage. And, I mean, and it's interesting because you look at it and it's a $90 million movie. It's directed by the two guys who directed the Miss Marvel series for um, for Marvel. Okay. Who are who are um, people of color, and it's starring a woman of color as Batgirl. Okay. And so people are sharing outrage about well. This is the diversity issue and everything else. And I can see their point. Um, basically, you know, in April, Warner Media was purchased by Discovery. Yeah. Discovery is now stepping in and looking at their properties and trying to fix them. Yeah. And it starts with they're talking about DC, and I, I, I honestly, I feel like they're kind of looking around going, how did you fuck this up this bad? Yeah. I, I honestly do. Like, like they talked about, we, we, we know this movie isn't good enough to be released in the theater, and we don't want to release it on HBO Max, so it's just better off for us to take it as a tax write-off and shit can it. Yeah. Even though it's damn near done. Okay. And the same thing with Scoob. Like, it was, I think I was supposed to be on HBO Max as well. And like, if it's not good enough to be put in a theater and we're, we're not doing this, then we're just better off taking the tax write off. Because technically it wasn't our movie to begin with. We didn't green light it. Yeah. So they can, they can get a tax write off because of that. Yeah. I don't blame them. But the other side of that is apparently they. Like, so that I guess they had an earnings call for the second quarter, and they started laying out like, we are fixing shit. <laughs> like we we need what we want to do now is we want to lay out a ten year plan for DC entertainment, just like Marvel does. Yeah. Like Marvel, like because like the criticism was. Marvel came in to San Diego Comic-Con, wowed everybody, showed us what 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 the next phase 5 and phase 6 basically is. Yeah. You know, has everybody just, you know, skeet, 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 yeah. you know, all over themselves. DC shows up and shows you a trailer for Black Adam and Shazam and says, "Yeah, that's all we got." <laughs> like nothing else. Yeah. And, like, people were just like, this is unbelievable. Like, how could you, like, drop the ball like this? Yeah. Like, you, you announced nothing. You just gave us what we already knew was coming. And even that was, yeah, it wasn't overwhelming compared to what Marvel was doing. Yeah. You know? And this is why. They're, they're, the, the guy who's in charge of Warner Media now. Is a guy who does not believe in scripted programming. Okay. Like, and I, I think for from the standpoint of I, I don't like the way he's looked at it is with what he has, like the Discovery Channel and and their family of networks and Discovery Plus. Scripted programming does not work. Mm. Go cheap. Go reality with, like, Property Brothers and all the other reality stuff that you do on those channels. Shark Week and everything else. You do that type of shit. 
and it's it's inexpensive and it makes money. Yeah. So that has been his philosophy with Discovery. Well, now he's moving over here, and they've already been making, they've been slashing programming, like original content on both TBS and TNT that was scripted. Like, I think they're, they're, they're so they're slashing their programming there. They started taking stuff off of uh, HBO Max, that were like, were like Max Originals. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're do they're making moves. It looks like to to try to you know they, they announced by twenty twenty three Discovery Plus and HBO Max going to merge into one streaming service, mm-hmm. which makes sense. So it looks like they're trying to like stream on HBO Max of some of its content to to merge it with Discovery Plus. But like the big, I think the the biggest thing is like, I think they're looking around and they're 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 looking at properties like, they're they're talking about you know, Fantastic Beasts and the Harry Potter franchise. They're like this is underperforming. Yeah. This is not this is unacceptable. Yeah. You know DC products. This is unacceptable. This you're all over the map. You're just throwing shit against the wall. Yeah. And I get it. Like, and I understand, like, okay, fine, you take down Batgirl. Because you're saying it wasn't good enough to be in a theater, but it's you don't want to just do it as an HBO Max original release. Mm-hmm. Fine. What are you going to do with The Flash? <laughs> because, like, you blamed the Harry Potter franchise on bad timing. Well, the bad timing was J.K. Rawlings came out as a transphobe. Yeah. You know, and Ezra Miller... Is getting in trouble with the law, which, by the way, is continuing to the point where he's not been been accused of grooming, and he's been called a cult leader. But he's going to be the star of the Flash movie next year. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got to do something about that movie. You might need to shit tank that one. Like, they've got stuff like you know in the pipeline. And I, I think they have certain things they, they're financially obligated to meet. Like, they're doing this Joker movie. They just announced that Lady Gaga was going to be Harley Quinn. And from what I understand, they're they're playing it up as a musical. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. I didn't watch the first one. Won't watch the second one. It's almost as bad as Captain <clears throat> the Avengers musical in Hawkeye. Yeah, but at least like that's like a joke, <laughs> right. you know. That's like an inside little joke for them. Like, uh, yeah, that wasn't a real thing. This is real. Like they're doing this. But then the other side of that is, you know, they're they, you know they're going to do this uh, a second the Batman movie, mm-hmm. which again I I think is it's just a contractual obligation that. But if you're like looking to like relaunch everything like completely. Like you're talking about, at some point you've got to shit can these movies too. I would think. Yeah. Uh, you've just got to start, you know, taking stuff down off the calendar and saying, okay, yeah, we're we're just gonna start all over again. Yeah. And like in a way, I'm happy. Yeah. Like I hope they find the right guy to lead the mission. Yeah, because it hasn't been working. No! It hasn't. I, I mean... As much as I like Man of Steel, as much as I like Zack Snyder's Justice League, like, I can't compare it to Marvel. Nah. Like, I can't compare Zack Snyder's Justice League to the Infinity movies. Like, the Thanos movies. Yeah. At all. At all! They don't even compare yeah, it's, there's not, there, it's not, well, there's nothing to compare. No! Infinity War and Endgame, far superior to Justice League. Okay. Even the Zack Snyder version. Yeah. You know, far superior. Yeah. You know, so it's like this thing of like, I, I feel like the people from Discovery are coming in and they are looking around and, and it's just a matter of, what the fuck? Yeah. 
how did you fuck this up this bad? <laughs> right. I guess it's unbelievable. Now, the thing that concerns me, though, is could this mean the end of things like Titans yeah. and Doom Patrol and, like, some of the other stuff that they've done on, like, HBO Max as far as, like, the originals? Yeah. Because they want everything to tie into one universe like Marvel does, maybe? Yeah. Which, if that's the case, it's going to bum me out because I really like Titans. I really like Doom Patrol. Yeah. You know, I don't see why they should have to go away. Especially Doom Patrol. It's yeah. It's kind of, like, way out there. Yeah. You know. But, like, like, I mean, they're shutting down The Flash, which is basically the last of the Arrowverse shows. Like, they're doing a shortened season nine this year. As their final season. Yeah. Like, and all the other shows that went went into that universe are basically shut down already. I think the only one that's remaining is um, the Superman one. And I don't even think that takes place in... Like, I don't think they, they're in the, the era... Like, like, Flash never shows up on that show. Yeah. So, like, it's one of those things where, like... Like, they're, they're very slowly... Like, just saying, yeah, we need to shut all of this down. <laughs> and start all over. Cleaning house. And make this work. And somebody needs to figure out how to make this work. Yeah. What do you think of all this as I drop my phone? I don't know. I think they need to reboot. But yeah. You gotta reboot at the right time because everyone's kind of tired of what they've been putting out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Right. And I, I. And I, I don't know. I mean, they've rebooted things so many times. Like the Batman's just keep going. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I agree. And going, and going. Yeah. Not that this last Batman wasn't good. It was good. Yeah. But now you're going to get rid of this and we're gonna, you're going to give me something else. You know? And that's the problem. I mean, like... Do, do, so do you take the Robert Pattinson Batman and make this the, the cornerstone of your new DC universe? It would make sense to. But one of the, one of the questions I initially asked you when you saw the movie... And we revisited when I saw the movie. Is do you believe that Batman could exist in the world with superpowers? Yeah, yeah. That's the hard question. Yeah, I don't know. It's so early on, too. Though you know. Right, I understand that, but there's like, it's this hard. It's this hard thing of like. Like, somehow do you incorporate, like, mentions of things taking place in other places in, in the next Batman movie? Yeah, like in Metropolis. Or right. Whatever. Yeah. Or, like, I, like, I look at it this way. Like, how did, how, how, how did the, 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 even the concept of a Marvel Cinematic Universe start? Well, it started with a, a, a two-minute clip after the credits of Iron Man. Yeah. Like, that was it. Like, if you watch the entire Iron Man movie and you don't watch through the credits to that last, to that last you know, stinger, you would have no idea that there was any other bigger universe out there. Right, right. But that end credit scene... Yeah, but their recipe was perfect. It was... You're right, but I mean, is th that's the thing though of like, so you you start with like you know, I like to talk to you about the Avenger Initiative, mm -hmm. which I mean when that and then the lights come on and you're just like what the fuck? <laughs> he said Avengers, yeah. you know, fucking Nick Fury. He said Avengers, you know, to. You get to, like, the, later that year, the Hulk movie comes out, and there's Tony Stark showing up. Yeah. At the end of that movie. <laughs> you know, like, like it was like, 
you're right. Like I mean, the recipe was very well crafted, but at the same time, it's like, like how do you do that with this Batman? Then? I know that's what I mean. That's the hard part. Yeah. Because like as I'm watching that movie, I don't believe he could exist in a world with with super powered beings. Yeah. Like I don't think like it's built that way. I don't think it was meant to be built that way. I'm, I'm sure they can change whatever they want to change. I, I'm sure they can, but it's it's just that thing of like it's it's hard to fit something like that. Yeah, square peg in a round hole. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, can you do it? Sure, but like, it would be like okay. I could not believe. Christian Bale's Batman could live in a world with other superpowered beings. <laughs> it was too rooted in realism. Yeah. Except for the third movie, which we've discussed. But you know, it, it was. It was very much rooted in realism. Like, even the Joker, was he was wearing face paint. He wasn't somebody who fell into a, a vat of toxic chemicals and came out the other side with a, a rictus grin and white skin, right. green hair. That was a... A, a a method he chose of intimidation right was wearing that makeup so like that that version of Batman I don't believe could exist whereas like the previous versions like even the Keaton version I always thought could run into Christopher Reeve's Superman right you know let alone later on with Val Kilmer or the movie that shall not be named. <laughs> but you believed like that, that could like, superheroes could, especially the, the later two movies because they were so over the top. You just thought naturally, like, oh yeah, I, I could see Superman swimming in here anytime. Yeah, I could see, yeah. you know, something something like that happening. So it, it's that odd thing of like. trying to make that work and so if you can't do it with Pattinson's Batman then you're rebooting and you got to figure out number one who's your Tony Stark right because Tony Stark was the linchpin for those first 20 movies right you know yeah I mean as weird as that is to say he really was even if he wasn't in the movie per se like his character was a linchpin that kind of brought that universe together in a way. Yeah. I agree. I, I don't know who the linchpin is. Yeah. It have to, I mean, that's why you're always looking to bats. I mean, I, I think Schneider thought it could be Superman. Yeah. That's why they started with that movie. Yeah. Um, I, so I don't know. Like, I don't know how you do it. But, I mean, they have to, like, somebody has to, like, sit down and say, okay, this is how we build this. This is how we build to a real Justice League movie. This is how we, we build these characters so they become as beloved as Captain America. So when you get to the 20th movie, people were weeping right, at right. the end of it. Right. Like they were for Cap. Right. Like they were for Tony. You know? How do you build that? I don't know. Because, I mean, like, all the pieces are there, in a way. Like, you know I mean? Like, you, like we talk about, like, with Marvel, like, the great villains and the, the, the big bad villains. And, we, we, you know, we're talking about, you know, Kang. And we, we, we've talked about Galactus. And we've talked about Doom. And we've, we've talked about these Avenger-level and Marvel Universe-level villains that would bring everybody together like it did in Endgame. Which is, you know, and there are plenty of villains in the in DC Comics that could do that. Yeah. You know, there are plenty of villains that you could, you know, bring in and, and could have take on the Justice League. You know, starting with Darkseid. I mean, you if you built if you built a movie universe the way Marvel did, leading to a Dark Side invasion. I mean, that would be incredible. 
It honestly would. I'm sorry. Like, like I said it when they announced they were doing a Justice League movie. I said the thing that they have to do when it was like Steppenwolf is the villain, I said you have to have that moment where Steppenwolf is dead and there's Darkseid looking at the Justice League through a boom tube, letting them know he's coming. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Joss Wheaton didn't give me that moment, but Zack Schneider did. Right. Like, Zack Schneider heard my, my listened to this podcast and said, that's a fucking brilliant idea. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, because that's what you got. Like, there's that great moment where, like, they toss Steppenwolf's head through the boom tube, the dark side. He's just standing there, staring him down. Yeah. And the boom tube closes. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? Uh, we'll get there the old ways. Like, oh, shit. You know, he's yeah. coming. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, like... I, like, if you built... He is such an alpha-level villain that you could do, a like, a, a Thanos-type series. And you make the anti-equation, like, you know, his search for the the, the anti-equation, like, his his Infinity Stones, in yeah, a way. Yeah. You know, like, there, there are just... There, there's a lot of things you could do, and there are ways you can build this universe up, and the characters that you have, but it's like... The odd thing is, is like, who do you make that linchpin? Do you try Soups again? Do we really want to see Superman rebooted again like that? All right. I don't want to see another origin story. And that's part of the problem. I don't want to see more origin stories for these characters. Right. I don't want to see another... Like, the great thing about the Pattinson Batman movies, I didn't have to see Thomas and Martha Wayne get shot again. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And like with Superman... Like, I don't need to see, you know, the origin of Superman. Just make him exist. Give me, like, a brief rundown of, like, hey, yeah, this is what happened, and now he's here. Like, these are the things you can do. And there are other characters who do need that origin story desperately. Green Lantern, you need to give me a good origin story. Right. You know, because that one sucked. Sorry. Um, I, I wonder, woman, you could probably... As much as I don't want to see it rebooted, I like Gail Godot in that role. Like, you could redo that, I think. Because like, yeah. it hasn't been jammed down our throat so fucking much. Right, right. You know? You could do, you could do The Flash. Re, redo it. Because right? you got to get away from Ezra Miller. <laughs> right. Desperately, you got to get away from Ezra Miller. So, I mean, there's just... There's so much... There's so much good stuff there. That's, that's what drives me nuts. Like, there's so much good in that universe. Like, so much good stuff that you could play with. Mm-hmm. And they just won't do it. Well, the previous regime didn't do it. Yeah. It didn't do it right. right. Didn't do it justice as a pun. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, like, if you really want to make money... You gotta find the right guy, put him in charge of the whole fucking thing, and you know, and make it work. Right. I mean, think of this. The one of the most exciting things we've got, new pieces of news we've gotten in a long time is, you know, they're bringing back Daredevil. Yeah. They're bringing back Charlie Cox's Daredevil. You know, we got Kingpin. In an, in a, a regular DCU show, yeah, it's a version of Kingpin we like. MCU, MCU, yeah, you know, and they're bringing back Daredevil. I mean, he's gonna, he's going to appear in the She-Hulk show. Mm. You know, that's exciting. They're doing an eighteen episode Born Again run. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the it's, but the, it's funny how he's showing up more, though. I like it. I mean, I'm not... I'm, but but I think part of that is how wildly popular that show was and how wildly popular he was as Daredevil. Yeah. Charlie Cox was phenomenal. Yeah. 
Now, nowhere else can I say I want to see that version of a character brought into the regular DC cinematic universe. Like, as much as I like Stephen Amell as Green Arrow, I don't want to see that version of Green Arrow in the DCEU. Yeah. As much as I enjoyed Grant Gustain for as long as I could keep up with that show before it just became a horrible CW show, I, I, I like Grant Gustain as Flash. You know? But I don't want to see him in the in the movies. Yeah. But Charlie Cox... Charlie Cox is like, you You got to get Charlie Cox back. He's the only guy who can play Daredevil. Right, it's crazy, right? Yeah. And Disney was like, yeah, we agree. <laughs> like, I don't know if they're going to do it with any of the other characters. Like, from, from those four shows. Yeah. Like, I think... They've, I, I've heard rumors that Kristen Ritter might be being talked to. But, like, I don't think they're bringing back... Uh, Iron Fist and... And Power Man. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Cage. I don't think they're bringing them two back. I, mean, I, know, I know Kristen... Like, you know, Kristen Ritter was well, well beloved for that show. But, like, overall, like, I mean, Charlie Cox... I mean, that was, like... More than any other shows that we got to save Daredevil. I know. And I, I don't think DC has any single version of any other character that I sit there and I say, well, that's got to be saved. Yeah. I'd love to, I mean, I'd love to see Batfleck come back. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see um, Cavill return as Superman. But, I mean, if you just want to completely blow the whole thing up and start over, by all means, go ahead. Yeah, if it's going to work. I'm, I'm not going to cry. Yeah. But I do wonder if, like, this philosophy is going to hurt Aquaman. I wonder if it's going to hurt Shazam. I wonder if it's going to hurt Black Adam. Yeah. Because, like... The reality becomes like I'm not going to see these characters ever again, probably. So why am I going to bother going to see them in a movie? You know you're going to see this Shazam movie. Oh yeah, I am. I'm going to go see the Black Adam movie. Yeah. I'll probably go see the Aquaman movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, 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 I will. You know because I'm, I'm I'm a Mark. Yeah. And I think they all look look good from what I've seen so far. But the other, the other thing that they announced, <clears throat> no more 45-day window. Okay. So, 2020, they did the whole thing. Or was it 2021? They did the whole, the whole thing where, you know, they were releasing movies straight to HBO Max. Right. You know, same day as in theater on HBO Max. Theater companies revolted. They agreed to a 45-day window. And nowadays, Disney's doing that. Like, 45 days after it's released, it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And HBO, HBO Max has been doing that. If it's a Warner Brothers release, 45 days after, it's on HBO and HBO Max. Yeah. Like, that. that's... Well, now... Like, for whatever reason... And, and I'm sure they have data to back this up. They've made a determination that that window is too small okay. at HBO Max. Or Discovery, Warner Brothers has made this decision yeah. for all their films. So, they're saying, that, you know, it could be longer than that. And, like, my, my thinking is, like, is it just because you're looking at, like, are, are you looking at... Like Top Gun Maverick. Made a billion dollars. Crazy. Huge, huge financial success. But more importantly, uh, I think it was expected to do well, but nobody expected to do this well. I know. I mean, honestly, like, nobody did. And you look at 
you look at that and you say, well, movie theaters are back. Are they really? You know what I mean? Like, are they really? Like, I, I'm sure they have data. And I, I'm, I mean, th- these are probably people who are much smarter than me making these decisions. But it's like... I've been able to go see a movie. Like, I went to go see Doctor Strange opening weekend, or, or I think it was the weekend after. It was still supposed to be doing well. And there was nobody in the theater with me. Yeah, same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and... Thor... Same thing. Yeah, same. Nobody in that theater. Yeah. So it's it's to me it's a question of like the, there's been one movie that's done phenomenally well and everything else around it is kind of like done eh. You know what I mean? Like Doctor Strange did well in the theaters but not that well. <clears throat> Thor had a great opening weekend and then dropped right the fuck off the planet. Yeah. After like it, it dropped like literally like sixty five percent second week. Yeah. Um. You know I think the, the you have to go back the next movie you have to go back to that did really well was Spider Man Far From Home. That did. You know I mean I, I think that did a billion dollars in business, but I think that was the anticipation of the three Spider Men. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I think like it was the worst kept secret that those three guys were all going to appear together. Right, and it was like one of those things where I, I think fans were just like, "Well, not only do I have to see this movie, I have to see it again." Right, and it was one of those rare movies where I think people went and saw it a second time. Yeah, I think Maverick. I don't know how much repeat business it got, but. It was like well, I think was, I think that was more or less one of those movies where people were just like, okay, I just need to see this movie. It's that people are saying it's that good. Yeah. Because it, it, you know, I, <coughs> I mean, as much as I'm a Top Gun fan, I didn't go back a second time to see it in the theater. No. But at the same time, I can't wait to see it again at some point. Right. It was a good movie. Too. Yeah. I mean, it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. But I think like. So I don't think it was repeat business that pushed them to the billion dollar mark. I think that was word of mouth of like, you really need to see this movie. Yeah. It is really fucking good. And you don't even have to have seen the first one to really understand this one. Right. It was well done. Yeah. Yeah, you're right though. You didn't need to see the first one. So it becomes like this question of like, outside of Top Gun Maverick I don't believe movie theaters are back yeah I mean to tell you how powerful it was it, Top Gun was trending on TV yeah like oh, oh yeah when's the last time Top Gun trended yeah I mean you know for weeks yeah people were slamming the first one yeah. Watching it, you know what I mean, like on TV at home. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like, I, it was. It was like you know, on Netflix, it was a top ten movie. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. I know. So it's only it's only forty years old. Yeah. It just got resurrected. Yeah. I mean, not that it was ever, you know, but it, it was just nuts. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a movie. That's a movie that had its fan base. Sure. But it was small. Like, that's one of those movies. Like, people are like, "Oh yeah, I saw Top Gun back in the '80s. That was good." Yeah. But I think, like, based upon Maverick, you're right. Like, people went back to rewatch the original because <laughs> it was like, "Fuck, I I gotta rewatch this." <laughs> yeah. Was that as good as this? No. I, I watched it again. <laughs> like, Maverick is one of those. It's it's one of those rare movies where like it exceeds the original. Yeah. I think it, so. it really does. Like it's, it's a hard it's a hard thing to do like it's like the empire strikes back of like like dogfight movies <laughs> you know yeah. like and like I, i'm always of the opinion like anytime you're doing a sequel to a movie that's like you know from 30 years ago it's probably a bad idea yeah. like if there hasn't been a movie in between right like you know 
Halloween and stuff, like, it's been movies, like, every two, three years. Top Gun, you haven't had a sequel to since, like, ever. Like, this is, like, the first sequel, <laughs> you know, and you're doing it 40 years later. I hope they don't do another one. No. 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 I don't think Tom Cruise will. I hope he doesn't. I, because he didn't want to do the, he didn't want to do a sequel to the original. Right. Especially without, I saw him talk about this. He said, especially without Tony Scott, I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Because Tony, it was his vision. And it wasn't until this director came along and he, we we looked, we went over the script and we liked the ideas and we talked about how it would look visually and how we wanted to make it look like something that Tony would have directed. Yeah. And that's the only way I would get on board. And that's, I tip my hat to Tom Cruise for kind of like doing that. Yeah. So like I can't see him like signing up for like a, a third movie just because this did a billion dollars. Well, he got a payday on this. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, he's busy making missile, Mission Impossible movies. At this I know, but I mean like he got paid for doing the movie. Oh, dang. And, and then, I know, but then he got paid from the royalties from the movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's like, a producer or executive producer or something. Yeah, he, he, he is some... I mean, he, he was high up on the list of like... It wasn't like a, a vanity credit. This was like... Yeah, Tom Cruise was heavily involved in the making of this movie. <laughs> right. You know, like to the point where like... Like he was making decisions about like how airplane shots are going to be done. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so... He's got a process. He does. I mean... He's a fucking wackadoo to no end, but the man makes good movies. I know. He does. It's crazy. Very rarely is he, 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 he give us a clinker. I had the last clinker was The Mummy. Yeah. I didn't enjoy that one in space either. Is that him? Not space, but... What, Live, Die, Repeat, or whatever that was called? Yeah, where they wore the white uniforms. Oh, no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. Pool in the sky. Yeah. I did like that. I didn't like that. I did. But I thought it was a bit of more of a thinker than an action movie. But I liked that a lot. Yeah, I didn't like that. Okay. Lives on a repeater. Yeah, that one sounds very good. I did one was Oblivion. Yeah, Oblivion. Yeah, that was... I I liked that a lot. But I could could see why you wouldn't. I could understand it. I just wasn't into it. Yeah. And it didn't matter who the actor was. Right. I just didn't like the story. Yeah, I get that. I can understand that. Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't make too many no. bad movies. I'll watch him whenever he's in. Yeah. And all he's one of those rare actors where if I hear he's in a movie, I want to give it a shot. <laughs> like, I'm always like, well, who directed it? Like, he's one of the rare actors. I'm like, eh, Tom Cruise is in this? Eh, let's give it a look. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got through the mummy. Oh, I did. I did. I did not. I turned that off about halfway. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I was like, and I was like, you know, I'm watching it on HBO. It's free, but I was like, my time isn't. This is horrible. <laughs> like, if I'm more interested in what's on my phone. I couldn't even remember how it ended. So I guess it was that bad. Yeah. Uh, but like, if I'm more interested in what's on my phone, like, if I'm more interested in watching a clip of Ric Flair cut a promo on Facebook from like 1988, yeah. than I am at what's, what, what's on the massive TV screen in, in, right directly in front of me, yeah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I've tapped out because... You're not. You have not held my attention at all. <laughs> it's funny. Oh man, Tom Cruise. Speaking of Ric Flair, did you did you see he wrestled his last match last <laughs> week? No, I thought he was dead. No, he's not dead. Okay. He's seventy three, <laughs> and he wrestled his last match last week. Okay. I did not buy the pay per view. But I did, I was able to watch the match on YouTube. Uh-huh. It was fucking awful. Really? Yeah. I felt bad for Ric Flair. Yeah. 
Like, because here's the thing. <laughs> like, for, for months, like, they were releasing videos of him training. Like, in a ring with a guy named Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Who's a very good wrestler. And, like, taking backdrops, taking hip, you know, hip tosses, doing, you know, everything you... you and he looked good doing it. I think the problem was... He's 73. He's got health conditions. Like I, I think he's got a, you know, something on his heart or something. He's in the main event. I think, like when he, he came out when he came out when they, the music hit, he shuffled out like an old man. I think he was already just completely blown up. Like I like he got to the ring and he did very little. And, like, by the end of it, like, and he's bleeding. Like, he cut himself open, you know, because he's Ric Flair. That's what you're going to do. They, like, I mean, by the end of the match, he's supposed to put these brass knuckles on and knock out Jeff Jarrett. Mm. He was shaking so fucking bad. And he was so out of breath that he couldn't get the brass knuckles on properly. His son-in-law who was in the ring with him, was helping him get the brass knuckles on. And he, like, stood up, hit the guy, put him in a figure four, and then he passed out. Passed out? It looked like he passed out. Like, because he puts the figure four on, and, you know, with the figure four, like, you usually sit up. Well, Jared was knocked out, so he's in the figure four, so you could count him out. Meanwhile, Flair just fell flat on his back. Like, looked like he just passed the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is rough. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't pay for this. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so then I immediately went and I found Flair vs. Steamboat in 1989 and watched that to cleanse my palate. Nice. <laughs> but... Congratulations, Nature Boy Ric Flair. You're having your last match. Don't ever do it again. You're done. You're done, sir. <laughs> You're done. It's fucking great. Yeah. And the worst part was, like, the guy... Here's the thing I hate. So the guy who was streaming this, he said he had permission from... Who, like, whoever it was, the promoter was who, who put this on. But he was hit. He, I didn't get to hear the commentary. It was this guy doing commentary, uh-huh. and he's replying to questions that are coming in. And he's like, "I will not stand for disrespect of Ric Flair on on this feed. If you if you have if you've got a problem with this match, you take that shit elsewhere." And I'm thinking to myself. It's a shit match. <laughs> yeah. He looks like shit. <laughs> he looks like a 73-year-old man. I'm sorry. I love Ric Flair as much as the next guy, but I'll call a spade a spade, my friend. <laughs> this <laughs> looked bad. Right, right. You know. And this guy's like, I will, he, this man deserves to go out on his own terms and blah, blah. I'm like, no, he doesn't. He went out, he went out just fine in, in 2008. Should have stayed retired then, but no, he needed money. (laughs) So. Terrible. It is. It's rough. It's rough. (laughs) I got said, that's all I got. It was very heavy with HBO Max all week. Like, everything going on with that, like, with... Discovery and DC and everything else. It was a, had my attention all week. Like I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. What's going on next? This what, what's this? What, oh my god! DC shaking it up. Yeah, that's it exactly. So, there anything you'd like to add to the proceedings, there, sir? No, man, I'm good. You good? Yeah. All right. Well, remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Oh, hold on. Before I, Thad uh, wrote in, as he always does, 
and um, took some took some shots at us. Okay. Um, he said he was heading to a wedding for a good friend in Cincinnati, and then he was going to Kings Island. Guess what? I'm not going to do there. Buy a souvenir cup and complain about it. Look, I'm going to sell this once and for all. There's a difference between a souvenir cup and a seasonal cup. Right. You want to charge $35 for the seasonal cup? That's great. You do that. I just want a souvenir cup. <laughs> I ain't coming back. Exactly. I don't need something I can refill a month from now. Because <laughs> guess what? I ain't refilling the motherfucker. <laughs> right. So, you can have a seasonal cup, but also put out just a regular souvenir cup that a yokel like me can buy without having to spend 35 fucking dollars. <laughs> there you go. I hope you spend 35 fucking dollars on, on a seasonal cup that you'll never use again. Yeah, like, how often are you going to go back to King's Island? Yeah, never. This year. Never. Yeah. So. That's that. I, I, he sent that in. I just want to get my two cents in on him. There you go. There you go. Anyway. You can send us an email like Thad does each and every week. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. We're very, very easy to find. And we are also a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Mm -hmm. Just give them a Google search. You'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. We can't thank you enough for your support. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace.